Five by five at the movies. Five by five at the movies. We like watching movies. Now listen to the show. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. How festive that was, Daniel. <laughs> ah, you made Tis us a Christmas season. version. Yeah. yeah. I like it's Christmas. The same, but with <laughs> sleigh bells. Sleigh bells. <laughs> Are you listening? <laughs> Hi, Dan. Hey, It's good to have you back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode 165. Back in Tejas. There we go. <laughs> um, how was your travels? Good. Yeah? Re- uh, rejuvenating. <laughs> And in a weird way, because when you've got a, a six-year-old with endless energy, it can kind of take it out of you. But you have a six-year-old? How come I've never seen them? Well, a six-year-old <laughs> niece. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not you personally. That would be amazing. <laughs> you've been hiding a kid in your room for a long time. <laughs> yeah, surprise. That's really funny. All right. Well, let's hop. <laughs> People have been without their news, so let's hop the fuck in. Mm-hmm. All right. This is episode 165. We have no new reviews. Nope. And no new uh, ratings, despite the fact that you people had two whole weeks to do so. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's okay. Uh, I did get some emails. Mm. And uh, it was someone who was looking to do like a... Uh, we've done this in the past where someone gives us digital downloads of like mm. a film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, this person... Uh, yeah, like a press screener yeah. kind of thing. So someone reached out and they said, hey, we, we'll give you five free digital codes. Uh, we have two movies from our PR company. One's with Bruce Willis and the other one was with some D- D-listers. All right. Um... But the amount of stuff they wanted back was, like, not worth the payoff to me. Oh. It was like, we need to know your downloads, the exact time. We need, like, an audio clip of you talking. To- <laughs> like, it was a lot of work to give away five free downloads from a movie I've never fucking heard of. Yeah. And I'm like, It's what? like, you reached out to us. <laughs> well, then I just, I'm like, ah, oh, you know, this isn't really worth it to me. It's probably a blanket email. Anyway, and they followed up. They're like, hey, uh, still looking to hear back from you about this. Mm. All right. So I want to reach back and just be like, hey, give me five bucks. I'll do this for five dollars. I'll do this. Not five link downloads for five dollars. But I don't even care to, to give it. I mean, every time we've done one of these, I get at least five people that email in and like, hey, we'll, we'll take that. You know, free spree. Yeah. But it's yeah. not worth it to do all this work for them. <laughs> Like the, <laughs> to have us review a movie for them. No, we don't have to that, review it. We just have to give out the links. Oh, just giving them out. But oh, like, okay. what they want is typically, and this is some inside baseball for mm. everyone out there that has a podcast or wants to know how podcast works. Is like when you get a sponsor, you typically send them a recap of information. You give, mm. you download and rip the clip of you doing the ad. Yeah, yeah and then yeah. you say, "Here's how many uh, people we had listen. Here's how many downloads. Mm. Here's even the countries." Yeah. Um. So, uh, but I'm like, I don't get anything out of this. I get to give away something. This is like, I'm the middleman here. If you want this, you got to give me five bucks. And I don't think this guy's going to give me five bucks. So anyway, yeah. that's it. <laughs> so we got some emails for that. Uh, no new Patreons, mm-hmm. but we didn't lose any Patreons. Sick. Yeah, we, we banked some, we banked a little bit of money right now. We got, hey, thanks, we're, y'all. we're coming up to the, um, you know, Early four digits, so hey. no, that's not true. Three digits. Hey. There we go. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, really? No, three digits. Uh, so that's good. And now uh, we're not on any. We charts. getting that bread money again? No, <laughs> uh, nah, I wish we were getting the bread money. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, and then by uh, you know, I launched the other podcast, which is called "In the Unlikely Event," mm-hmm. and uh, it's doing okay. I thought it would be doing better. Word. 
Uh, but it's not, but that's all right. Cause I, um, you know, I hacked into the five by five Twitter, mm-hmm. which, you know, it's got, you know, like 15,000 followers or something. And it's just been <laughs> sitting there and I was able to guess Dan Benjamin's passwords. <laughs> it's just five by five Dan. No, <laughs> it was Keith is cute, but the last E was a three. Mm. So that's, that's I mean, the I, twist. Right. I know that me and him were close. I didn't know we were that close. <laughs> Apparently Dan Benjamin thinks I am very adorable. Uh, he's right. hundred percent. But so I tweeted out from that and I'm like, this has to get me, you know, a hundred downloads easy out of 15,000. Nope. <laughs> I love Keith, 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 Keith. 1776. <laughs> <laughs> Cause he's from Philadelphia. Um, but I didn't, you know, so anyway, go listen to In the Unlikely Event. It's a different podcast. It's good. It needs some listens. You don't have to hey. listen to it. Just hit play and walk away. <laughs> I just need the downloads. <laughs> I thought this show wasn't going to get any uh, sponsors with like 6,000 <laughs> listeners. Yeah. That show's not going to get any with six. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let's uh, let's get into the show. Oh, and uh, no one has ever sent us a dollar to tell anyone fuck you except Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, Thanks, Kyle. <laughs> Venmo us a uh, dollar. We'll tell someone to fuck you. All right. Dan, what's the number one movie in America? Um, uh, which one just came out? Uh, Encanto. Encanto. Yeah. You saw an article. No, it's just Disney. I didn't it's, even it's know this a was a family thing. movie. Yeah. I had no idea. Yep. Uh, it looked interesting. It uh, blew away expectations, mm. getting $27.2 million opening weekend. Okay. Was not expected to do that well. Uh, knocking Ghostbusters Afterlife into second position with 24.2. There we go. That would be my, that would have been my other guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which I still haven't seen, which I really need to yeah, go see. Yeah, same. Uh, House of Gucci, which I really want to see, 14.4, because, you know, mm. anything uh, Gladiator guy does. Yeah. Well, I've heard that's that's getting pretty mixed reviews. Yeah, yeah. I call him Gladiator. I don't I don't talk about Alien or nothing. Um, uh, Eternals in fourth with seven point nine, and Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City in fifth with five point three. All right, reboots making some sure. money. Yeah, that's uh that's the box office. Let's hop in the news. Okay, I know you have a lot of Spider Man news. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's, it's like a news. lot of like one liner, you know, so, little, little things. <laughs> so I'm just going to pop off a couple. So just knock off your list when gotcha. I, if I hit something, because these <laughs> I thought were the, the, the headlines of the week where mm-hmm. uh, one, No Way Home has sold the most day one tickets since Avengers Endgame. Oh, yeah. Surpassing the likes of Black Widow and Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Um, that's yep, a big that's deal. Surprising. So, especially because, uh, yeah, and endgame was uh not in the pandemic yeah in the time of omicron uh spider-man yeah. no way home has set a new record for the most one day tickets sold yeah yeah the first like 24 hours it's on sale there was a town in mexico where people literally got into a giant fist fight mm-hmm. over their position in line to walk to the box office and get a ticket <laughs> Uh, which is pretty fucking uh, hardcore. <laughs> yeah. Um, and with fans desperate to get their hands on these tickets, uh, people have started putting the tickets on eBay. And someone just started, I guess, as a lark, putting up their tickets yeah. for like opening night, like first screening at $25,000. Oh I looked at the thing. I can't tell if they've sold any, but there is a lot of watchers, but it might be because news outlets are talking about it. Uh, okay. But yeah. I can't imagine. Yeah, somebody's got Google alerts like, let me know if this actually sells or goes up. Or yeah, like if I was, let's say I had a lot of money to blow. <laughs> I'm not spending 25k on that. I'm offering anybody a grand to see it next day. Yeah. I'll give you a thousand dollars right now to see it the next day. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Did you get your tickets yet? I did not. I got my tickets. Yeah. I'm going almost at midnight. I'm going 11.55 opening night. So I'm just going to oh, nice. keep fingers in my ears that whole night. Uh, yeah. Among other places. I, I feel like I'm better at staying off of social, <laughs> social media than me. you are. Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this was weird. After absolutely saying uh sony saying there was not going to be a spider-man four five and six amy pascal Mm -hmm. announced that there will be spider-man four five and six with tom holland yep uh and she said this i think this goes back to what we were saying about tom holland saying maybe i'll stop and maybe i'll let miles morales come in yeah i don't think he said miles morales but it was like what he was implying no he he gave a oh did he actually okay yeah, we reported about it. He's like, you know, maybe we need to see Miles Morales come in. But we had said this is probably a way for him to get more money. Mm. Uh, it probably worked because yeah. now they're like, here we go. Yeah, he because um, he had said something about it, like in an interview, he had said something about like it's weird that the, after this is out, this is the first time since he was cast that he doesn't have a contract. Right, sure. <laughs> Uh, definitely gonna set, set a record for like solo MCU movies with six of them. Yeah. Uh, and uh, did you see uh, <laughs> uh, later that same day? Now what? Uh, so it was real fun scrolling down the headlines, uh-huh. uh, seeing like uh, Amy Pascal says new Spider-Man trilogy, and then like three articles later, Sony pumps brakes on new Tom Holland Spider-Man trilogy announcement. What? <laughs> So well, I didn't uh, see that at all. News of the new Spider-Man trilogy from Marvel Studios and Sony Pictures may have been a little premature, according to a new report. So I guess somebody from the Hollywood Reporter knows an insider who says there's nothing officially on the books. Well, this is what Amy Pascal said. She said, yeah. <laughs> this is not the last movie that we're going to make with Marvel. This is not the last Sp- Spider-Man movie. We are getting ready to make the next Spider-Man movie with Tom Holland and Marvel. We're thinking of this as three films, and now we're going to do the next three. This is not the last of our MCU movies. Yeah. And That's this also definitive. This also almost kind of reads to me as Amy Pascal putting it out there in the world to pressure Marvel to, oh, sign, uh, to sign a deal again. Because mm-hmm. it, it reminds me of that that clip that always got played of Amy Pascal and Kevin Feige sitting next to each other. And Amy Pascal like said something and Kevin Feige just smiles. Oh yeah. He's yeah. just like, Oh, that's not a thing. I thought we were going to talk yeah. about in public. You yet. can see him like go back <laughs> into his brain. Like he does mm-hmm. a thousand yard stare. Yeah. And this feels like Amy Pascal's doing that again, where it's just like, I'm going to put out there that we want to Sony is totally up for doing three Shut. more movies with Tom Holland and Marvel. If they'll let us. Right. Tom Holland <laughs> wink, responded. Wink, fans make this happen. Sure. Because these movies make us the most money. Well, let me tell you something. Anything if I, Sony if does. I don't see Andrew Garfield and Tobey <laughs> Maguire, I'm not going to go see 4, 5, and 6. <laughs> yeah, right. Tom Holland responds uh, to her comments saying, um, listen, all I'll say is we have some very, very exciting things to be talking about. I don't know what those things are or what they will transpire to mean, but it looks like it's an incredibly bright future ahead. And as I've said before, Spider-Man will forever live in me. Yeah. So definitely still in the talks. Uh, like, yeah, thing it, what you're it talking could about. also be like the first of the next trilogy is the handoff to Miles. Sure. So it's like, or to yeah, Toby but, or to Andrew. Yeah. It's like the next one Tom Holland is going to be in. And we're thinking of it as a, as a trilogy doesn't sure. mean Tom Holland's going to be in all three, all three of them. Sure. They could do an end of the spider verse situation. Yeah. Where he, it's like not even MCU. Yeah. Or it's MCU adjacent. 
yeah, like he could end up at the end of this in the in the Sony. Right, the, he the, gets the, the sucked. Spum, the yeah. Wouldn't that be so sad if he was like, ripped mm-hmm. out of the MC? Like he switched swaps with Venom, and now he's stuck <laughs> <Yeah>. here. <laughs> uh, there's no Ned. There's no Mary Jane. There's no Aunt May. He's just stuck in this new world. Yep, poor guy. <laughs> I, um, you got a vulture who's just never going to be part of the Sinister Six. Yeah, <laughs> poor guy. I'm like, nope, I was one of our characters. <laughs> I feel like Tom Holland's in the worst possible position, like because he just has to straddle these two companies constantly. Oh yeah, like everyone else in the MCU just gets to enjoy it, and he has to be like, I don't know what's gonna happen to me. Yeah, fuck you. I mean, at this point. It's not him being a poor actor and being, you know, set for life. He's set for life already. Right. So yeah. he's in a slightly different position than he was before. But sure. at the same time, yeah, it's like, am, am I doing this for the next 10 years of my life or not? Yeah. Mm. You ever see Bram Stoker's Dracula? Stoker? Long Stoker? Time ago, I'm sure. Probably Stoker, Stoker, not Stoker. Yeah. <laughs> you ever seen uh, Dracula Dead and Loving It? Mm-hmm. You ever see Vampire in Brooklyn? Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen Vampire's Kiss? Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Dracula movies in general, yeah. and I was excited when they announced the Renfield movie because it's mm. going to be Universal's like 80th yeah, attempt, yeah, reboot of the Dark the, Universe. universe. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I was really excited about it. And then I saw they have, as of today, cast their Dracula in the Renfield movie, mm-hmm. and they have cast Nicolas Cage <laughs> as Dracula. Why not? And if you've seen <laughs> Vampire's Kiss, you know this famous scene. I'm a vampire! 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 It's literally all I can think about all day. All day is him running around his mansion screaming that at the top of his lungs because he's going to be Dracula. If, if there isn't a dance remix of that, like, in there the next be. two days... <laughs> Are you not a sound wrong. engineer? Something is wrong with the internet. You need to go make that and put it up and monetize that shit. You're like, no. Uh, also, uh... I'm not, I'm not getting uh, sued by a <laughs> giant company. Also, uh, this is being created by Robert Kirkman of Walking Dead fame. Oh, okay. He knows a thing or two about... about the Undead? Yeah. I don't know if he knows fuck all about Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's happening. I think, I think he knows whatever he writes, Nicolas Cage will do, and then some. Sure. <laughs> uh, I read this story. It's kind of movie adjacent, but I thought it was really interesting uh, mm. about Bradley Cooper in 2019. Okay. Um, so, I guess, I'm guessing this was early because it's about being on the subway system. So, it has to be early. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, New York shutting the fuck down. Uh, here's what he says. He says, I used to walk around New York City all the time with these headphones on. And this is while he's pretty famous, mind you, 2019. Yeah. This was pre-pandemic, and I was on the subway at 1145 to pick up Leah downtown at Russian school. And I got held at knife point. Ooh. It was pretty insane. I realized I had gotten away. I, I realized I'd gotten way, way too comfortable in the city. My guard was down. and <laughs> I was at the end of the subway, and I felt somebody coming up, and I thought, oh, hey, they want to take a photo or something. As it turned out, <laughs> I'm up against the post like it's the French Connection or some shit. As I turned, I looked down to see a knife. I have my headphones on the whole time, and I can't hear anything, so I'm just listening to music. So it's scored. <laughs> the whole thing was scored. I look up, I see the person's eyes, and I'm taken by how young they are. I jump over the turnstile, hit around the white-tiled foyer, and 
entrance of the subway and took my phone out. I took a photo of him and then I chased him up the stairs. <laughs> and I'm like, why? You're you're not your characters. You pretend to be. You're a regular person. <laughs> yeah. If you've already hid and got away, why are <laughs> yeah. you chasing this young person with a knife? They obviously got nothing to lose. Fucking stop it, you fucking moron. <laughs> I love Bradley Cooper. That's the dumbest thing he could have fucking done. Does he mention what song it was? Nope. (laughs) It's the entire soundtrack to Silver Linings Playbook. Yeah. What a fucking idiot. I want it to be like Enya or something. Right. Just something super juxtaposed. Just YouTube's lo-fi beats to study to. (laughs) Yeah. But I thought that was pretty interesting. I'm like, if I'm famous, I'm not going on the subway by myself. I'm getting a car service. I've got millions of dollars. Yeah. The fuck are you going on? At 11.45 at night. Yeah. The fuck are you doing, dude? A third Magic Mike film is happening with Channing Tatum. All right. It's going to be on HBO Max instead of like theaters. It's John Wick. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's just like, I'll just keep making these if as they long keep as people watching keep them. watching them. Yeah. yeah, this one's not going to theaters. It's just going to HBO Max. All Director right. Steven Soderbergh and writer Reed Carolyn are also returning. Mm-hmm. What a way to stay relevant. Good on you. <laughs> yeah. You want to make your, your topless movies? Maybe, maybe he's, he's finally realized that Gambit's never happening. Right? I'm just like, <laughs> you know, Magic Mike as a joke has slowly been going away. He's like, I want these jokes to come back. I like the Magic my joke you know stay yeah. relevant baby i like it a mm-hmm. uh, really interesting story came out about uh, adam mckay and will ferrell's uh, breakup okay uh, i didn't even know about this because i watched yeah. succession pretty religiously mm-hmm. and they're both executive producers of succession which is pretty funny yeah uh but apparently they had a really really big falling out mm. and it was over because, like pandemic stuff no mm. it was over a casting oh so adam mckay and if you don't know, he's like the guy that with Will Ferrell made like stepbrothers. Yeah. And like specifically stepbrothers. Like they, these two were super tight friends. They went to a cabin for like a month, rewrote the entire script of stepbrothers, mm-hmm. brought in John C. Riley, And and ever since they have been like producing partners. Yeah. Now, originally the company that they had had been kind of dissolved because Will Ferrell did an interview and said, I... We're taking on too many projects. Uh, you know, Adam really wants to be a producer. I really mm. want to create. He's like, I'm afraid we're going to get to the point where I'll see a billboard for something, see my name on it as a producer, and be like, what the fuck is this? Mm. So he's like, I just want to focus on my projects. But what really happened in an interview, Adam McKay <laughs> says, they were working on a biopic about uh, the L.A. Lakers at a certain like famous time in history for them. Okay. And there was a manager, and Will Ferrell is apparently the biggest L.A. Lakers fan on the planet okay and he wanted to play the manager but adam mckay secretly cast john c Riley behind will Ooh. ferrell's back and john c Riley, you know being his friend immediately calls and says hey i'm gonna play this part in the movie you're producing <laughs> and will ferrell's like excuse the fuck out of me and john c Riley's like oh fuck this was not your decision uh. so adam mckay's like you know i you're supposed to keep your side of the street clean. And I didn't do that. And I should have told him, but like John C. Riley had the right mentality to play it. He looked like the person he's like, I would not have bought Will in this, this role. This was a drama, not a comedy. Mm. Uh, so he did it behind his back. And there was like one last phone call uh, when Will Farrell was just like, I guess that's the end of the company. Uh, and it's like, he's like, have a good fucking life. And then just hung up. <sighs> and like Adam always thought like they'd get over it in a couple months, but yeah. That was it. That was the end of their working relationship. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So I wonder how they're still like, I guess like some of the projects that were greenlit before the split still just come out with their money, but 
Succession's yeah. fucking great. <laughs> That's a good story. <laughs> Word. Uh, a few years after it was canceled, which I did not know about, hmm. Jason Momoa's The Crow. Yeah. I didn't know that was canceled. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently that's just not happening. That's a bummer. And I remember talking about it forever ago. Yeah. Because I really yeah, wanted to see it. was like a dream job for him. Right. So they put out, because a couple of pictures have leaked, I guess some mm-hmm. of the production people are just like, fuck it. Here's some test footage. <laughs> they dead pulled it. <laughs> I cannot get over how good he looks as the mm-hmm. crow. Like he's got the same like brow that Brandon Lee has. Yeah. It's him just topless in the rain looking evil as the crow. And I, all I could think about when I heard this was like, oh, this is going to be called Drogo as the crow, but it's not. He looks like the fucking crow. Yeah, I was like, oh, he'd be he'd be too built for it. He's not like, too beefy. No. That's what hit me. He's not too beefy for this role. Yeah, he did it. Like it looks great, and I'm even sadder now that it's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah, he's probably like finally a fucking role. I don't have to be in the gym 24 hours right. a day for. Sure, <laughs> sure. I was really mad this got canceled. Um. I don't know if it was Warner Brothers or not, but I reached out to a friend of ours that used to work a lot with Warner Brothers, Mm. and I asked him what he thought about this movie being canceled, and maybe you want to step in and, and, uh, you know, throw some money at this, and here's what I got from our good friend Christian Bale. Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Those sounds were just his royalties coming in from Batman. <laughs> she sets him up on the phone. <laughs> yeah. He just likes hearing it. It's like a Twitch stream. Yeah. It's just auto going in the background. Yeah, it's like just the sound of money. He's like, I'll be Bruce Wayne in real life, motherfuckers. Give me that money. I'm bummed that's not happening. In an interview, NASA Administrator Bill Nelson said the agency invited... Bruce Willis to the launch of the asteroid redirect mission because of his role in Armageddon. Nelson said he's not going, but we didn't want to miss that connection. That's fine. So we didn't want to not ask him. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't surprise me that it doesn't go because I'll never forgive Bruce Willis for being an asshole to Kevin Smith. I'll yep. never forgive him. Yep. What do you think? Fuck you. <laughs> what do you think, fellas? Fuck you. Fuck you. All right. That's enough of that. Uh, <laughs> Um, so NASA launched the DART program, the Double Asteroid Redirection Test mission on November 23rd, which mm-hmm. is a complex mission to intentionally crash a, crash a spacecraft into an asteroid in yep. an, a, an effort to study de- the effects of maneuver it. Yeah. 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 See, like what, like the math says the, you know, crashing into it at this angle, at this velocity will do this. Sure. Let's fucking see. <laughs> I'm glad we're finding out because yeah, I had a feeling if we were going <laughs> to get one, that's it. Like, what the fuck are we going to do about it? Yeah. We don't want to wait until uh, it's literally do or die. <laughs> like we want to get one that's close enough that it doesn't take five years to do the mission, <laughs> but right. one that's not so close that if we hit it in the wrong direction, it's just gonna smash right. into the planet. <laughs> I, I like the the idea of us having an orbital defense system. Yeah, but at the same time, this kind of makes me think that they know something. Well, I mean, it's asteroids have have been a a problem for earth since we discovered there were asteroids and we've done practically nothing about it. Sure. So it's, they know it's a big not one's a new coming. threat. It's just, yeah. yeah, I think we're, we're finally at the point with, um, with the, you know, privatized space, uh, sure. that, that they can throw some money at it, uh, um, because other people are, you know, footing some of the bill. 
Sure. Let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. If we find out a big asteroid's coming for Earth, God help everyone around me. <laughs> God, this will be the fucking purge like you have never seen before. If I find out we got like 48 hours left. It's your hookers and blow as an hors d'oeuvre. Oh, yeah. Hookers and blowout, baby. I'm going nuts. I'm going to get in my car. I'm just going to put on a cowboy hat and shoot in the air. Woo! We're gonna go fucking insane. You got two days left to live, you're gonna fucking live. <laughs> yeah. Cram your entire bucket list into two days. That's right. And your fuck it list. And my fuck it list. That's right. Because the bucket list <laughs> assumes that the world is still gonna keep going. I can get both done at a Chinese buffet if we're being honest. <laughs> Are you fucking a tower of spring rolls? Mind your fucking business. Do your own prep. Asteroids coming. Fuck yeah. off. Right? Uh, Peter Jackson. I'm wearing a mask. I'm wearing a mask. That's right. Leave I, got, alone. I took the little uh, plastic glove and I put it on my dick like a condom. That's fine. Not hurting nobody. That's right. Hallelujah. Where's my fuck yeah button? There it is. Fuck yeah. All right. <laughs> Run the train on these chicken fingers. <laughs> okay, uh, Peter Jackson reveals that Disney want him to remove all the swearing from the Beatles Get Back documentary, but the band members convinced them otherwise. Wow. Uh, so I watched all seven and a half hours of Get Back documentary. Word, yeah, I haven't I watched it yet. I, the Beatles are fine. I'm not a Beatles <laughs> fan, but it's not like I go around, you know. Mm swearing their name for being famous it's just never but i think the documentary is very cool because you never see that side of them i'm just like chatting and songwriting yeah uh, and you said like just being humans rather right. than being you know now new, it is <laughs> new jesus for music about <laughs> 90 minutes of really good content and then six hours of them diddling <laughs> with fucking instruments in the studio yeah because they're like we have all of this 60 this hours footage, of footage like and it's, we're, we're gonna use as much of it as possible because the drama parts are great and the, yeah. there's this one part where they play a hidden like their hidden recorded conversation between paul mccartney and john lennon you've never heard anything like this it's great mm. uh specifically the thing my biggest takeaway from it and i'll get back to the story but i'm gonna be aggressive meandering <laughs> is that it's not like us <laughs> right uh <laughs> Yoko Ono had no hand in breaking up the Beatles, and that's always no. been the story you hear. Yeah. In fact, Paul McCartney has this really good speech where he's like, you know, in 30 years or 40 years, like you're going to hear Yoko Ono broke up the Beatles. And this is just him having a chat with his buddies. Like, it's not in yeah. an interview. He's like, it's going to be like, Yoko sat on an amp and got everyone pissed off, and then John stormed out, and then we all broke up. But really, we don't mind her being here. <laughs> yeah. But, like, it's like he could sense that John was, like, getting done with the group. Yeah. And didn't, like, was it uh, George, like, left straight up? George left. During this to, recording, like, they he had left. to call him back in after, like, months of him being gone. They had to go to his house twice to, to talk like, to him. To, beg him to be yeah. back in the group. Yeah. Because he didn't like the way that Paul McCartney talked to him. He thought he was being, mm. like, bulldozed all the time. He wanted more creative control. And that was really what it is. Everybody, save for Ringo, wanted more creative control over the group. But, like, yeah. as time went on, it really was just the three main songwriters just really butting heads. So. Yeah. They went and did their solo projects, which was the best thing for them. Yeah. You know, uh, John needed a new project like he needed a hole in the head, but Mm, there it is. Too soon. (laughs) Too soon. Yeah. Too soon. There's actually this really sweet moment of John uh, playing uh, guitar, Yoko Ono doing her like 
her vocal, like, vocal thing, thing yeah. and Paul McCartney playing drums, and they all like are enjoying it so much, and mm-hmm. they're just it's called like the Yoko Jam or something. Okay, uh, yeah, 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 and it's really fun to watch, and they just they don't nobody seems to care. Yeah, you know, it was uh, yeah, they're just having a good time in the studio. They explained that like their policy for a long, long time had been like. You know, you don't bring your your partners into the the studio, mm. but Yoko starts showing up. So Paul started bringing Linda Eastman. Um, George brought his girlfriend. Uh, Ringo brought his wife. And honestly, yeah. it was like a real family environment. It looked fun. So yeah, it wasn't Yoko anyway. Jackson <laughs> explains that upon hearing Disney wanting to remove all the swearing, surviving band members Ringo Starr and, pa- Ringo Starr and Paul McCartney were initially confused. <laughs> they say, Fuck that. <laughs> say, Get fucked. They told the like, director. The whole point of this is that it's unedited. Yeah. Like. <laughs> they told the director and Disney, that's how we spoke. That's how we talked. Mm-hmm. Even George Harrison's former wife, Olivia, refuted Disney's suggestion, joining Ringo and Paul, saying, That's how we want the world to see us. Word. Uh, it's an interesting documentary. It's worth checking out. It is funny to watch Paul McCartney swear. I remember that reading this story that after like a, like a more modern recent Grammys, like in the last five or ten years, mm-hmm. uh, that he uh, Paul McCartney and some other people were going to one of the after parties, and they wouldn't let him in. They said, "Sorry, you're not on the list." <laughs> and like, there's like this paparazzi outside filming, and he turns to the paparazzi, goes. If I can't get into this party, how exclusive is it? <laughs> yeah. He's a goddamn beetle. Yeah. <laughs> a beetle. Yeah. Is that just like, just different generation? Like, yeah. this is the kind of guy you don't need to put on a list, but then who, like, whoever you've got on the door sure. isn't a Beatles fan. Or doesn't know he <laughs> like, exists. Yeah. yeah. And that goes both ways. Like, there's that funny, like, Jerry Seinfeld moment where, like, Kesha comes up because she's like, can I give you a hug? And he's like, no, don't touch me. He doesn't know who <laughs> Kesha is. He thinks she's some weird fan. Yeah. You know, as the, gen- you know, as modern technology gets better and we live longer, there's more of a yeah. generational divide. Yeah. But imagine being the security guard to be like, sorry, Sir Paul McCartney, <laughs> yeah. you can't come in. Get back. Get back. Get back to where you once belonged. Sorry, guy who beat Elvis in a popularity contest. Right. Look, man, you can argue all night, but you really should just let it be. Mm. <laughs> How many more can we do? Hold on. <laughs> uh, uh, let's let's look through the list. Let's see. Um, I see Kesha's in the list. Uh, Eleanor Rigby. Uh, you're not. You're not. There's there's no Paul McCartney. Um, you're probably thinking of the party yesterday, but uh, mm-hmm. t- today you're not mm-hmm. on the list. Yep. Nothing from you. I'm just I'm trying to work in wings somehow. <laughs> My brain got stuck. If you're on trying that. to get this party, you better grow yourself a pair of fucking wings and fly over me, dude. Yeah, because you're not coming in fly here. Over me like a free bird. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ugh. All right. Fly down Penny Lane while your guitar gently weeps. That's a Harrison song. Yeah. <laughs> that one doesn't count. Um. <laughs> Which I feel like later in life, Harrison is like very much seen as an equally amazing songwriter because his yeah, solo yeah. career is so good. Yeah. He was just, you know, you can tell in their um, their songwriting, like when they're together, like John and Paul get in the zone and everyone else is just kind of there to watch. Mm. And the amount of times they put Ringo down is very funny. Because yeah. like, they think he's into the joke, but they, it like focuses on his face and he's just so sad every time. They're yeah. like, oh, well, he's the expendable one. We don't care if he's here or not. He's just so yeah. fucking sad. Yep. Well, that's that's kind of why uh, 
uh, what was it Jason Newstead left Metallica they just did that to him too much yeah they're like it. oh you're the new guy you're already the replacement and he's like sure. you know what fuck you guys this yeah. isn't worth it sure <laughs> there's some there's some really interesting stories in there too uh I didn't know that they had like for five shows had a replacement drummer because Ringo mm-hmm. was really really sick yeah, yeah and this guy is like he like never recovered from the fact that he was a beetle and then like nothing like yeah. and his career never took it off afterwards yeah i thought that was yeah, pretty fucking it was, interesting yeah the beatles had like three drummers it was pete best ringo and then, and then ringo Jimmy and Nicole then, or something yes <laughs> one dude who played like five shows <laughs> in australia uh, <laughs> yeah. poor guy and then ringo came back uh all right <laughs> Uh oh, it's time for Jan News, you know it now. <laughs> Alright, so there's still a bunch of Spider Man stuff. Oh, that's good. Uh so Tom Holland uh put out a, a promo for the, for the movie. Oh, it's not that part. Copy about that is this radioactive Spider-Man. It's like, no, it's a radioactive spider, but he's not radioactive. Have you never read the series where he's got radioactive sperm and gave Mary Jane cancer? Oh, yeah, that's right. They Dr. Manhattan'd him up. Yeah, Yeah. he's radioactive. It's just very low dose. (laughs) They knew back in 1994 (laughs) that his sperm was radioactive. Each each swimmer had two heads and three tails. (laughs) It was real weird. (laughs) Uh, so Tom Holland was doing a promo, yeah. uh, which I believe was out on like the day that tickets, t- ticket sales opened. Yep. They, yep. Um, I saw this. Yeah. yeah. And he opens up, he says, uh, it's, it's just like a close up just on him. He says, I've got, uh, uh, two very special friends to join me or like spider friends uh-huh. to join me. And it zooms out and there's empty space next to him. And <laughs> then, uh, Zendaya and, uh, Ned, Ned walk in, yeah. out. He literally says, like, oh, yeah, makes sense. Uh, who else would it be? So they're, they're in official promos leaning into... Have you seen the Greg one? Fucking, we know. <laughs> no. So there's this one where this guy, that's like a guy on a cell phone video, goes, oh, Tom, Tom, Tom Holland, can you tell us more about the, the Spider-Verse stuff? And he, like, turns and he, like, gives this guy a face. He's like, look, I'm not answering this anymore. There's one Spider-Man, and it's me. And the, in the background, there's a guy in a Spider-Man costume walking by, and he's going, I'm the only Spider-Man, I'm the only Spider-Man there's ever gonna be, ever was, ever... <laughs> Greg and he screams at this guy and he and the guy's like oh and then runs back out of frame. It's <laughs> a random guy named Greg. It's just Spider Man. So they're definitely having a lot of fun with it. Oh man, they're just trolling everybody so hard. You like That's get over it. We're not, we're not putting it in the. <laughs> we're not putting it in the commercials. <laughs> yeah. I started thinking about the merchandising on this because like they mm-hmm. obviously have to have a bunch of. Is that really good segue? Because I'm like, <laughs> surely they're they're shooting themselves in the foot for not having you know Lego oh, sets yeah. and action figure sets. Oh, but every set of the three of them and buy you gotta buy but, all three because they're sold separately. <laughs> then I I thought the same thing about Mandalorian and like mm. oh man like you oh, w- yeah. you didn't set up all these Grogu things, 
But as soon as the shit did come out... Yeah, they still made a gajillion dollars. So, so. they're going to make all their three Spider-Man set yeah, money. Yeah, yeah. There's still going to be a Lego set with three Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still coming. They, so they can pre-sell you the not-trio sets now. Right. And then double down, or quadruple down later. <laughs> 100% like, that's what's going on. Here's the other two pieces of the set you didn't know you needed, but now you yeah. got to spend the money on That's not Christian Bale. That's my uh, wallet <laughs> emptying, yeah. pre-ordering everything Lego. <laughs> Um, so it's not Lego, but uh, one of the toy companies, it's uh, Sideshow Collectibles, uh-huh. do all the like sixth scale, I think, uh, like super yeah, yeah, yeah. detailed, incredible looking I know the ones you're talking figures. About, yeah. yeah, I think this one's like um, like three hundred and seventy five dollars oh. or something. But oh, it looks good. Um, I said, uh, Spider Man No Way Home merch reveals the name of Doctor Strange's mysterious box. What? Mm-hmm. Out of context, that's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I was like, okay, I gotta see. All right, let me find the Sideshow Collectibles page. And it's I it's got it. a bunch of pictures. It's got like 20 different pictures of all of the like swappable hands. And there's I did two see heads. And I've seen like a close up picture of the box. And it looks like it's his Sanctum logos on top yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah, like on all of the sides, it's like the Sanctum logo, and yeah. it's it's super cool looking. So, in the uh, underneath all of the pictures, um, it's got all of the like you know comes with ten sets of hands and different right. poses, and here's what all of the poses are. And you know you got the Spider-Man with the mask head, you got the Spider-Man with the face <laughs> pulled up. So it's, it's Tom just Holland's severed head. parts of all the other Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Oh my God! Why are there so many hands of Spider-Man in here? <laughs> yeah. And then it says uh, accessories comes with one smartphone because there's a, a hand that can hold a smartphone, yeah. which I'm guessing comes into place. And we've seen the the inside out suit with the smartphone mm-hmm. duct tape to the chest. Yeah. Um, six uh, strings of spider web in different shapes and lengths cool. attachable to those the web shooters. Sure. Uh, one open spider web effect accessory. <laughs> Uh, specialty, a specially designed building rooftop themed diorama figure base with weathering effects, and one in capitals, the box. The box. <laughs> so That's just great fucking news. The box. <laughs> <Yeah>, sure. <laughs> The box. The whole news article, because you know, there's a there's a vacuum for yeah. information content. about Spider-Man Ugh. content. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> decided they had to make an article that we know that the box is called the box, <laughs> and Fuck also. You. Fuck it's not even like on the packaging it's just in the description in text Fuck so you. that could just be a placeholder anyway <laughs> sure sure what thought, else you got thought that was really funny i hate it <laughs> i hate it so much uh and then uh amy pascal was uh asked about uh into the spider-verse 2 uh right. and when we can start seeing some footage from that and her quote is, uh, Spider-verse... Whenever the fuck I feel like it, <laughs> yeah. shut the fuck up. Uh, Spider-Verse 2 is going to be fantastic. Uh, we have something to show on that very soon. Oh. Uh, was sort of the end of the quote on that. Is it attached to a movie that comes out December 16th? Uh, see, that's kind of what I'm thinking. So there's, um... That's it, fucking it would, meta. Like, it would be a little weird. Normally, uh, you would think it would be weird to throw, like, a not really attached you know thing on as like a post-credit scene or something but if you remember the first into the spider-verse 
Right. Uh, they put like the first 10 minutes of the movie as an after credit scene to the first Venom. I don't remember that. Yeah, it was like a selling point for Venom. It's oh. like stick around after the movie and watch, you know, a, a special sneak I was sneak thinking peek. just drop the trailer in front of regular Spider-Man. <laughs> just Yeah. So Who cares? Either, it's meta. either a trailer for that or I'm thinking maybe they want to say it's going to be like on whatever the next Spider-Man universe Sony movie is rather than the Sony MCU movie. Right. Because they're like, this one's going to make a gajillion dollars already anyway. Sure. So let's let that happen, and then we can say, like, oh, you, the end of the Spider-Verse sneak peek or trailer is going to debut on, like, Morbius. Right. You know, something that they probably think isn't going to make its money back. They better explain in this <laughs> one why Vulture is in Morbius. I'm very confused. Yeah. I'm very fucking confused. Yeah. And, I mean, they had to, like, rewrite this thing from so many different ways, I'm guessing, because Morbius was supposed to come out first originally. Right. And, um... Uh, Doctor Strange 2 was supposed to come out first originally. <laughs> right. So when they flipped those, they had to do a bunch of rewrites. So, yeah. yeah I'm guessing the whole like universe splintering is like a, a, a secondary shot, like a reshoot. Yeah. To yeah. explain why everybody is in everybody else's universe. Yeah. We're going to see Batman in one of these motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. Right, so that's, that's my... Uh... That's, that's my... Spider-Man news. Spider-Man news. And then... Spider-Man... Uh, we saw a bunch of people reporting that, uh, so Yaya Abdul-Mateen was going to be in, um, Furiosa. Yeah. Um, he apparently has dropped out. Oh. Um, saying, uh, what was, uh, what was the quote? Uh, he's left the Fury, uh, Fury Road spinoff Furiosa due to a scheduling conflict. Oh. Um, he says it's a reportedly a passion project he's been trying to get made for quite some time. Oh. Um, and then it? a day later, uh-huh. <laughs> so an article, Yahya Abdul-Mateen II uh, launches House 1110, partners with Netflix. Oh. <laughs> so he has launched a production company. Cool. Uh, that the name is apparently uh, House 1110, 11 spelled out like 7-Eleven. Right. Um, it's apparently the um, the address of the house he grew up in in Oakland. Oh, fucking A. Um, and he says, uh, through it, he looks to bring life to the stories of his youth and uplift talent from underrepresented communities. That's great. Uh, he says, I'm so proud of the vision of House, uh, house 1110. I uh, couldn't be more excited about Netflix's shared passion for the ideas we'd like to put into the world. So I'm guessing <laughs> his massive deal with uh, with Netflix to star in to and produce movies, probably the reason he uh, he dropped out of Furiosa. Sounds right. And then the same day, <laughs> Netflix just spending money uh, came As out that does. Halle Berry I saw just that. struck yeah. a deal with Netflix um, because her uh, her movie Bruised, which is her directorial debut. Mm-hmm. Uh, was number one in like 30 different countries. It's a biopic about her ego after Catwoman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so apparently they were like, hey, we, we like what you do and what you do makes us money. So let's let's make a lot more together. Yeah. Yeah. So well, that's, that's my uh, Netflix, Netflix putting money into, uh, into the black community. Let's start doing you doing Netflix news every week and you can call it your Netflix. <laughs> Netflix. It's perfect. <laughs> Let's hear that fucking tasty lick again. (laughs) 
I love that oh, fucking that lick. Guitar lick is just buried in my subconscious. It is, isn't it? When I think of guitars oh. now, I, I always think of. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, talk a lot about themes from old <laughs> old songs lately. Yeah. I forget who it was. I think it was Brian reached out. If you remember Brian, mm-hmm. he used to yeah. give us life updates. He reached out about us. How's he doing? He just reached out and told me all those like Disney, uh, you know, show things mm-hmm. are like always like with him and how much he loves them. Nice, good to hear and, uh, from you, Brian. Yeah, right. Hippie hater sent me a meme today. I thought that was funny. Mm-hmm. I'll put it up on our Facebook. Like, <laughs> it's fine. I, everyone they, they reach out once in a while. No one's to give us a buck, but that's all right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll take some attention too. Yeah. <laughs> all right. What's next? <laughs> Why the fuck do we need this in the world? You know, I don't know if you remember, but I had a Rocky Four under Why the Fuck Do We Need This twice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Actor Dolph Lundgren says that a Rocky spinoff project based on his infamous villain Ivan Drago is in development following his return in Creed 2. Of course. Of course it is. I don't even have anything to say. I'll, I'll, I'll do this. I'll drop a... <laughs> I'll do a name drop. Is that one time... I was in a boxing ring with Dolph Lundgren, and I gave him the finger and told him to go fuck himself because it was a it was a boxing match, which mm-hmm. is like it's happened at the the movie festival mm-hmm. where it's like two people debate and then they box. It's called uh, Fantastic Debates, mm-hmm. uh, and he was like the ring man for the person boxing in his corner, and I was the <laughs> ring guy along with former co-host Mason for our guy. So like. I don't think he understood what the situation was because he just oh, yeah. came in, said, I will break you on the mic, and then there left. But we're like, fuck you, and fuck him, and fuck you, Dolph Lundgren, <laughs> giving the, you know, the double middle finger. And he's like, fuck this fat kid giving me the double middle <laughs> finger. What the fuck did I do to him? <laughs> well, you know, you don't need multiple PhDs to uh to know that this movie is going to give you a truckload full of money yeah. but Dolph Lundgren has, has multiple PhDs. You know what he also has a fucking attitude because <laughs> Dolph Lundgren and I'll, to set this up this event happened at midnight. Like this was like an underground mm-hmm. in a boxing a gym in a boxing ring yeah with lights and see it's like an underground boxing match you have to have a badge to get in mm-hmm. big event it's at midnight and he's here in his limo and he refused to get out of the limo unless someone went and got him a cup of coffee <laughs> and it's midnight so someone had to go to like i guess a 711 or something maybe he was on <laughs> He's on Russia time. Sure. <laughs> oh, he wasn't rushing to get anywhere. Uh, uh, not without his coffee, he wasn't. Uh, <laughs> I deserve that. Um, I lost my train of thought because I was thinking about Russians. Uh, anyway, fuck Dolph Lundgren. That's it. Wouldn't get out of the car without a cup of coffee. Got his cup of coffee. Came in. Said, you know, four words. Yep. I'm glad I said to fuck you to him, but he like obviously did not know what was going on. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure oh, it just probably was not explained well to him. He's just used to like, yeah, you show up, you say the words, you fucking leave. Uh, so our guy, <laughs> it's like the, the let's get ready to rumble guy. Yeah. 
So our guy in the boxing match wins the fight. Mm-hmm. I have a giant American flag. I'm swinging around like a uh, <laughs> pole. And uh, I even like used it to like lop up some of the other guy's blood and show it to him <laughs> on the American flag. Uh, and then me and Mason, the smartest thing we think to do is we pull out some giant sparklers in both hands. And we're like dancing <laughs> around chanting the guy's name, not knowing that the sprinkler was right above us. <laughs> And thankfully, we did not set up the sprinkler, just the fire alarm for the next half hour, because no one on site knew how to turn it off, and the fire department had to come turn it off for us. Yep. So, uh, really ruined that event. (laughs) Worth it. If you want to hear more about events that got ruined, oh yeah, <laughs> check out brand new podcast in the unlikely event. <laughs> uh, someone sent me a text that was like, "Hey, I really enjoy like I T U E," and I'm like, "Okay, I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> Great, <laughs> <me>. fuck off." <laughs> and he's like, "Acronym, it's dear. your podcast, <laughs> asshole." And I'm like, "Oh, I'm so glad it's not something stupid." <laughs> yeah, even think about that. No, at no point. I knew this was ATM. Yeah. at the movies yeah, yeah, yeah i never thought the acronym could it could have been something real stupid so i'm glad it wasn't <laughs> yeah, I never thought about that <laughs> anyway maxim if you're listening thank you <laughs> um all right <laughs> it's time to lighten the mood before we go uh before i jump into this getting to meander mm. uh <laughs> the guy that told me this also said he couldn't tell how edited that other podcast was because i edited the oh. fuck out of it <laughs> yeah that's that's a it's a safer work listening podcast i edited so i edited out some curses i couldn't edit out one but i bleeped it <laughs> yeah. uh with this sound because <laughs> yeah. i said shit ton of money so i said <laughs> ton of money yeah um, which felt organic when i listened to it that's it was actually good. really nice thank you i worked edit. very hard on that <laughs> yeah uh but he said because i had left in a joke where the other guy coughs and i said i'm leaving everything in the episode <laughs> it never occurred to him that it was edited at all oh yeah but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I probably edited it out 400 ums <laughs> yeah and dude. i am a lot for this show but i'm okay with it <laughs> yeah. but that one i was it's more like a news show like mm-hmm. more more information based yeah. and we didn't like you and me have been doing this so long like we know the flow and like each yeah. other's cadence <laughs> yeah. but like we would say a statement about the event and then the other guy would me would just sit here waiting for someone else to talk because <laughs> we didn't know because oh, it's, it's new yeah but i edited out every awkward silence and it actually feels very concise to me now mm-hmm. like i feel good about that episode yeah yeah, like, yeah listen to it i i remember hearing once i think it was the daily zeitgeist podcast uh-huh. um for like an april fools or something they they kept all of the edits all of the little things that they cropped out stuck them all together and put it at the end <laughs> like, a, like a secret song on an album oh that's amazing and it was like 15 minutes because they do like yeah. you know hour and a half shows or sure. something. It was like fifteen minutes of just like mm, uh, uh, mm, uh, mm, uh. <laughs> like I was holy shit! How much work goes into actually making most of the podcasts you listen to like listenable? <laughs> Years ago, when I when I took over the show on a network, and I <laughs> stupidly assumed we'd ever have a sponsor for more than a month. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. Uh, uh, I, I like, I'm going to get an, an engineer or at least like hire like the in-house editor at the company. Mm-hmm. Like how much to have you do our show too? Just yeah. like polish it up. 
That's never going to happen. <laughs> Not with our six Patreon supporters and no sponsors. Nope. I can't get a dollar to tell anyone to tell me to fuck off to someone. But <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I always imagined we'd get that, but yeah. whatever. Whatever. <laughs> it's still time to lighten the mood. <laughs> I love Home Alone. I love Home Alone so much. I love the movie Home Alone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Previously, I think it was a light in the mood talking about the Lego set that came out. Yeah. It's a $250 Lego set. It's gigantic. Yeah. It's got like every room, every booby trap. All of it. <laughs> the van, the little mm-hmm. statue knock over. And God, do I want that Lego set. And I think I said like, if someone sends us, sends me this Lego set, I'll give you like free ads for a year on the show. <laughs> yeah. Well, no one's done it and that's fine. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Airbnb teamed up with home sweet home alone to do a viral thing (laughs) and so on december 7th you have a chance to book the house from home alone as an airbnb they're only doing one night the the one (laughs) night is december 12th they're just saying that midnight december 7th who the first person to book it gets it so i'm gonna try yeah, I'll like fly we, out. we convinced the family that actually lives there. I think that <laughs> so, must oh, like, because the whole house is redone perfectly like the movie. Like, mm. like it is perfectly reset every move. And that, that's not all you get, by the way. You also get a screening of Home Sweet Home Alone. Okay. You get like a McAllister, um, like uh, someone who is like a historian of the film to walk you around the house mm. and talk about things. I think they cater dinner. And you get the Lego set. Yeah. And it's $25 for the night. <sighs> so December 6th at 11.59, I'm going to be refreshing. <laughs> yeah. I doubt I'll get it. Yeah. But I got a good chance. That I'll, I'll cancel all my December plans. I'll mm-hmm. fly out there. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'll cancel my Christmas brunch. <laughs> I want to stay in this house. And also the Airbnb listing for it, it, you have to go to Airbnb. And if you're just look around Chicago, you'll find it. It's by Buzz. Uh, because <laughs> I think he's in Home Sweet Home Alone. Nice. Uh, but very. Fu- but the house is like still in pristine condition. Like the the interior pictures. I'm like, they got so close to the movie. The beds the same. The dining room's the same. The nice. basement's the same. And you get the Lego set for twenty five bucks. That's worth a flight to me. Yeah, anyway, if anyone's yeah. listening and wants uh ads for six thousand people for a year, send us that Lego set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh. Um, also the um first home alone movie on the soundtrack is my absolute favorite version of the carol of the bells oh yeah like oh existence. yeah oh yeah a beach trans-siberian orchestra is out of the fucking water blows it out of the fucking water yeah. i think it's a it's because i think it's a john williams arrangement is it really i think so that is a rockin dramatic version oh yeah yeah it's like the boys choir thing it's like it's just and it starts when he's leaving the church too yeah. so like you think it's that choir just singing yeah and then it just fucking crescendos and edges and fucks that song fucks yeah oh so good well get, well, get to the part if people are already 55 minutes into this episode <laughs> they'll listen I want to get to the fucking drums
Oh, is that not the version where the drums kick in? Uh, I guess It not. doesn't matter. Yeah. Or maybe it's like right after that it goes into the other version. Yeah, it might be that. But there is... Because uh, it's like Carol the Bells with the main theme mixed together. Oh, yeah. I'm talking that, about. That might be like a, like the end titles or something. Or It's while like he's it's setting up the track. tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like this, this part of the movie is where he decides... Yeah, I think that's that's just like the straight up John Williams, like choral. Fuck, I love Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> did I already do this? Oh yeah, I did the story. <laughs> I mean, is it still time for uh, news to lighten the mood? Nope. Uh, anyway, I'm gonna try really hard to get this Airbnb. If I get it, and we have any listeners in Chicago, it's it, mm. there's like four bedrooms. You can come stay with me. Damn. Yeah, come on down. We'll have a party. We'll have some cheese pizzas. Fuck yeah. Party with my niece. There you go. I'll well, I'm mean, back around. That's to not number one on my list. But <laughs> no, because this is going to be an adult party at the McAllister house. Because you know what? I'm setting up the booby traps. <laughs> I'm going to set them up myself. If you if we're going so far as. If you can make it to the party, yeah, you can party. If they're going so far as to recreate the entire interior of the house, in the actual house, I'm going to fuck some people up. You want to hit some people in the head with swinging paint cans. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna hurt some people. I'm gonna set some people's heads on fire. Uh, <laughs> like the penitent man will pass. The penitent right. man will pass. You gotta remember. I'm not sure the, the um, movie to get through the booby traps. Right. I'm not sure that the doorknob <laughs> thing is possible, but I'll get a brand with an M and I'll just start branding people's hands. Like this is happening. This is a once in a lifetime opportunity. Yeah, I always felt like that would set the door on fire at some point. Right? No. This is like a metal door. I recently rewatched like... Home Alone and Home Alone 2 because I haven't seen Home Sweet Home Alone yet, but I'm gonna. Mm-hmm. But like the laws of physics are beyond. And <laughs> yeah. like, it's, it's, it's like things you don't think Looney of as a tunes kid. physics. <laughs> like, it's like, just as an example in Home Alone 2, like the first thing that happens trap wise mm-hmm. is not even a trap. They follow him to the, to the uncle's house and he hits Marv in the head with a brick. Mm-hmm. four times oh yeah he's dead or unconscious four, or has stories up <laughs> yeah <laughs> with a brick <laughs> with a fucking brick to yeah. the head he's at best in a coma in the hospital <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and like <laughs> it seems that throughout the two movies um marv gets stupider daniel stern but it's <laughs> yeah. it's head injuries <laughs> yeah. because at the end he's like oh man we're the it's sticky bang- bandits he's like we broke out of prison we did this we, bro- we did and and harry's like shut up shut up marv but he can't and it's because he's got <laughs> yeah he's, he's got permanent brain damage yeah <laughs> anyway long story short i'm gonna win this Y'all can come down if you're in Chicago, and I'm going to mortally wound you. <laughs> and then I'm going to build my Lego set on your corpses. God, I want that Lego set. All right, moving on. That's the end of the show. Thanks, everyone. Take two. Thank you so much to everyone who listened to this episode. Thanks, Dan, for being here, finally. You can shoot us any thoughts, concerns, criticisms, or sponsorship opportunities at 5 by 5 film at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook with all the red-hot memes at 5 by 5 at the movies. You can also thank Dan Benjamin, <laughs> the 5 by 5 Podcast Network, and uh, the entire team at Fireside. I don't know if you ever see them. Uh, we'll see you next week with another 5 by 5 at the movies. Roll, Roll credits. credits.